You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right, and we're back for another episode of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. It's Gerald Glassford. Come right back at you here. Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Game Source, and Lakerholics.com. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our great shows. And if you can, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do anything that you can to support us right here at Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Lakerholics.com, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Game Source, and everything that we do, including our friends at the Hoop Heads Podcast Network at whopespod.com it is sincerely appreciated well i'll tell you what the lakers going into today's game you just thought it wasn't going to be the case because you had not only lebron out with suspension but ad coming in with flu-like symptoms which is never a good sign it was touch and go whether he was not going to be in the game or Maybe he's going to be in the game. You never know for sure until he's around, but he was cleared to go ahead and make the game. And unfortunately, the first quarter seemed like the entire Lakers roster had flu-like symptoms because they just completely got outplayed, had no sense of where they were at as far as playing on the defensive side. It looked really atrocious as the Lakers got outscored 36 to 20 in the first quarter. And in the early part of the second quarter did not look, did not fare much better, but a strong comeback in the second quarter followed by an even better third quarter, which has been the enigma of the Lakers all year. Got him back from a 25 point deficit all the way down to a tie game and things were looking good, but a fourth quarter, deal where it looks like where every team that comes back from such a large gap well almost every team if, if you know you're not the Oklahoma City Thunder against the Los Angeles <laughs> Lakers but usually NBA teams when they come from so far back run out of gas and it looks like that was the case as in the fourth quarter the Lakers just did not or could not produce any kind of offense consistently in the fourth quarter and they end up losing 106 to 100 in a closely fought contests at the back end of this contest at the back end of this game in Madison Square Garden against the New York Knicks and here today to talk about the game what happened why did it go all go so wrong so early on should we take anything from this second and third quarter where it turned around for the Lakers and what to expect for tomorrow's game when LeBron comes back in Indiana He's a good man indeed. You got to go ahead and check out his five things articles at Lakerholics.com. It is Jamie Sweet. Jamie, want to give a quick shout out to Felix, who's in the chat board already. Appreciate that you being here, my friend. I mean, it it well, I mean, it was that close. I know he's questioning Felix is about it was it that close? Yeah, it was it that was. close, but it was a tie game, you know, and it you know, it could have been for the Lakers making a little bit more free throws, making a couple shots more here and there because 
they really were atrocious offensively, 37% from the field, 30% from three, and, and only they missed nine free throws and 70% on the actual game for free throws. Just They just could have made a little bit more on any one of those ends. It could have been a different story. It very well could have. It very well could have. You got a you got a donut from THT. He went 0 for 8, yes. 0 for 2 from 3. So much for that promise that we saw this time last week. It's This is why you don't. <laughs> That's why people shouldn't, I should say. If obviously people do, but so you shouldn't overreact or underreact to one game. And that's why, you know, when people say, well, it's only one game, and that's true. It is only one game, which means you can only take and you know, assign so much to any single one game. So and this is a game where we didn't have LeBron and we had a limited AD and you got nothing. Uh, you know, you got a couple rebounds, some assists, uh some turnovers, well, some fouls and a block from THT, but other I'll than go that, into the numbers in a second here. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that you can take too much from a game like this, other than you know, this team has the propensity to give up big, big, big quarters to any NBA team that comes along. <laughs> comes along, so that's such a tough ask to come from so far back. And just to sustain that over the course of the next three quarters. Well, I'd be curious to see a comparison of how many 30 plus point quarters Frank Vogel's team had given up at this point last season versus how many 30 plus point quarters the team has given up this season. I will bet that this team is coming up on lapping the other team from last season already. Now that doesn't in and of itself mean anything specifically just that, this team gives up big quarters and it, whatever it happens, if it's at the beginning of the game, like this one is, if it's the third quarter, like it often seems to be, if it's the fourth quarter, whenever you just create a situation that you need to put forth more effort, more intensity, more focus, more execution in order to pull out a win. Uh, and when you're learning on the fly or dealing with injuries or both like this team, uh, that's an even taller order to fill. So this team is really good at setting itself up for disaster uh, and not quite being able to pull it out. Absolutely. So far, so far, so far. far, I mean, it just, you you get down like, like you're talking about last week about a focus for all four quarters and they certainly didn't have it. I mean, in a, in a year, in a season, I should say in a season that has seen some of the worst defense I've seen from this team in a long time, I think this first quarter sets a, a new low bar in ineptness, uh, lack of communication, and just no effort on the defensive end. And I think it took, like uh, Reggie Miller said, Avery Bradley deciding he wanted to go ahead and ratchet yeah. up the intensity. But I also think with Frank Vogel, it's the fact that I think maybe he is doing a better job than a lot of people give him credit for is because of the fact that this team is so inept in so many ways just to have them at a nine and 10 mark now going through 19 games. And you see that where it really goes bad. He's throwing out junk defenses. He's throwing out yeah. zones. He's trying everything. And maybe he's doing a better job than we think. Um, I mean, it's hard to say, right? I mean, it is hard to say. You know, you've, you're missing two key defenders in Ariza and none. Uh, Ariza, not so much in the minutes I expect him to play, but in the role I expect him to play. I expect him to be in the game for about, you know, 10 to 20 minutes, 
closer to the 10 side than the 20 minute side, uh, you know, close out the, the halves. He's going to close out the first and the first half and the second half. Right. You know, so, and he'll, if he can hit from three and defend well, he'll put THT to the bench. Um, Cause it's, I know people want to say that Bradley isn't a good fit on this team. I, I can't disagree more. Uh, for the amount of money we're paying Avery Bradley, we're certainly getting our most for those dollars spent uh, compared to some of the other vet minimum. I mean, I would rather... Bazemore is a different situation. Bazemore started off, I thought, really well and then just out of nowhere fell off a cliff. Couldn't hit, stopped defending well because he wasn't shooting well and, you know, I don't know what precipitated that, but, you know, I don't see how we would be even as good as we are without without. Um, although, you know, hats off to DeAndre Jordan for a pretty good game tonight, uh, you know, for, for his, by his standards, uh, you know, yeah. th- three out of six, 11 rebounds, uh, block and a steal, uh, and no turnovers is, is getting it done for what you ask it out of your center. Um, but you know, that starting lineup other than, uh, AD and Russ and Avery, uh, you know, didn't, didn't do much. Um, you know, you can't get you can't get so little out of that off guard spot, that shooting guard spot. And THT, I think had two, maybe three, you know, pretty good games to start off and then went right back to the same kind of THT we saw last season where you kind of like, when he goes to the bucket, he can't, he can't finish. Yeah. It's like, he's trying to do three things at once and everything, you know, I, I, I thought at the beginning of the season, like, Oh, maybe the game's kind of starting to slow down for him a little bit. And I remember thinking the same thing in training camp last season, like, Oh, wow. You know, from this, this dude's already kind of like seeing the game in a speed that works for his body. But then you see a game like this. And I, I don't think that, I think that he's like, you know, his head's in three different locations and his body's going one way and his, you know, he's got this idea to do that. And it just, none of it's working and none of it's like focused on just doing the one thing. And I think that you could see at times, especially down the stretch, you know, AD talking to THD specifically, you know, when he kind of ran the ball into the defense and just threw it away down the stretch in the fourth and what I thought was like a possession we absolutely had to get a shot off and, you know, hopefully score, but at least get an attempt. And down the stretch, you can't have plays like that. And, you know, you could throw back like, well, you know, normally that'd be LeBron and this, that, or anything. But it wasn't tonight. And this was a chance for THT to step up and show again that, you know, he's worth the money uh, that the Lakers chose to invest in him as opposed to other players. And Alex you know, or whoever, right? Could have been any number of guys, right? Could have been any, any number, number of guys. guys. Yeah. But they didn't. They went with THT. Uh, and that's that's going to be one of the things that defines this season whether it's fair to tht or not uh you know whether his you know mega fans uh you know think he's being used correctly or not or you know this that or the other thing this is the situation not only that you chose to remain in by signing a contract but that you're in (laughs) whether you want to be or not anybody fans team whoever uh so you know we can only evaluate what we've seen. We can only evaluate who's played and how they've played. And in a game like tonight where you just hope that somebody like how the team stepped up in the end to kind of cover for LeBron when he got thrown out in uh, Detroit, you kind of hoped somebody would like grab the reins, step up uh, other than, you know, obviously AD and, uh, and Russ who, you know, I have to say, 
Great game by Russ tonight. For three quarters. Uh, it, three quarters. That's, that's I thought it was pretty good the whole time. I mean, all of our playmaking at the end of the game seemed to just deteriorate. And well, I that's his first quarter was marred by poor shooting. He had actually he didn't he only yeah. had one shot and then five turnovers. It wasn't until really that third quarter where he was he was he was turning back the clock. Essentially, yeah. you got you got that, and it's just we got a great. I, 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 I wish we, got I wish we could get this more often. I know. Well, we got in the fourth quarter of Detroit. We got it in the third quarter tonight. So we just—that's the thing with this team, right? Like, there's all these pieces that are like, you know, there. Uh, if you could figure out a way to put them together consistently, I think this team would start to play overall better on both ends. It just hasn't happened yet. And as it's not happening, you know, we're going to end the, we're going to end the, we're going to hit the 20 game mark at best at 500 at best 20 games in a little over 20% of the season gone coming up on 30. Uh, you know, we're, we're a 500 team, uh, which leaves only 52 or rather 62 rather games to go after tomorrow. And, you know, no one's waiting for us to figure it out. So, you know, the big question is when it's not if for me, it's when, and when it does like get to the best that it can be, what does that really look like? Is it really top heavy with like LeBron scoring 25 and AD scoring 30 and Russ scoring, you know, 20 to 25 and you're getting, you know, the bulk of your points from three guys, or is it, you know, more of a distributor role for Russ where, yeah, he's scoring like 15 to 20, uh, but his assists are up a little higher, you know, tonight he had, uh, you know, 10 assists to, uh, six turnovers. Again, that first quarter kind of marred that for him a lot, but he settled down over the course of the game and, you know, he's, he's been shooting the three. All right. And his free throws are, are all right. And, you know, as always, he's rebounding. He doesn't need to get, you know, a guy who's shooting 29% for the year. Yeah. Don't let him start getting seduced on that. You don't. I have not this discussion the, before the season even started. No, I agree. And I am not of the volume three point camp. I think that if the Lakers keep their three pointers between 30 and 35 at a, at like 35 at a max that they're doing themselves a favor, I would argue 25 to 30, but I just think that the way the modern NBA game is played to say that you'll average that many, that few three pointers a game is, is a little unrealistic. So I'm like 30 to 35. And I thought for like the last three minutes, we just tried to hit the home run three pointer when you're down five and a three pointer doesn't change the scope that much. You know, you need to score. (laughs) You definitely need to score. And so that's, again, where, and I don't know if this is Frank, I don't know if this tired AD, tired Russ, team still figuring it out, all of the above, but we don't have an end game identity that is, uh, uh, that is controlled, that executes well. Our end game identity is, oh gosh, that guy's open, or let's huck the ball from one side of the court to the other. Uh, with terrible passes that no one can like catch and shoot off of. I mean, might he catch the ball and keep the ball in, in control? Like, sure, maybe, but we just look. The last five minutes of every game looks so haphazard by the Lakers, um, and I I don't know what fixes that. I don't know if just adding LeBron back fixes that. I, I'm not so sure it does. Um, I think we need more on the 
in the moments where either when you're inbounding a play, they also, the Lakers are also pretty bad at out-of-bounds plays. I think they botched another one tonight where they basically just threw the ball out of bounds off an out-of-bounds play. Uh, and they had a couple of those last night against Detroit. And it's one of those things where it's like, this is something you actually really, I would imagine at least, that you really do practice that, hey, these are the plays we run from, the, you know, we got a few plays we run from this point, this side of the floor, baseline, corner baseline, under the basket, this side, you know, side out one, you know, various spots. And, you know, we always look like we're, we just cobbled something together in the garage and we're going to take it out to the park and see if it flies. You know, like <laughs> it's kind of mystifying to me how bad we are in these situations. So, uh, you know, you know, it's, it's hard to gauge this team because, you know, LeBron has played so sparingly and, Russ's game is uh, one that forces people to bend to his style of play. And we're also in the middle of that. Let's just try 80 at the five a lot experiment. And all of it feels like a lot for the team to wrap. It's to be able to solve in the first two months of the season. And the team looks like that, I feel like. They look like they haven't been able to solve any of those things. They haven't figured out how to play Restbrook to the best of his abilities yet. Uh, they haven't unlocked AD at the five yet. And they haven't unlocked healthy LeBron yet. And so as long as those things continue to be a struggle for us, I think we're going to continue to you know, struggle to win games in general against anybody. Once again, it's Jamie Sweet. You got to go ahead and check out his five things articles at Lakerholics.com. It is once again the Lakers falling short in their comeback from 25 points down. They did tie the game, but in the fourth quarter, it looked like they ran out of gas and ended up losing 106 to 100 to the New York Knicks. They're now nine and 10, heading out tomorrow to Indiana. So we'll see what happens there. Our thoughts are with Laker Tom and his uh, watching of the UCLA game. Sorry to hear that your Bruins got destroyed by the number one team in the nation. <laughs> a lot of I people, think, a lot of people are going to feel the wrath of Gonzaga. Those Bulldogs well, are going to, yeah, because you got toys. you got the offensive inside game of Chet uh, of of uh, you know just just the you know the array of individuals that they got there. That you know you got Drew Timmy who might be the player of the year who just kills you from the inside. Then you got Chet Holmgren, you know, who's going to block all your shots as he did tonight against UCLA. So it's going to be something where, you know, I don't know. It's, they're going to really be tough to beat. And I, I hear from what I'm seeing, they're really, really, really good. From what I hear from a lot of people, they said there's a, there were a better team last year. So I, I don't know. I'm <laughs> saying, I'm seeing right now that, okay, maybe they were a better team last year. That's fine. But for the season that's now out and about, I think they they're, might still be the best they're okay. that there is. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're okay, right? And Gonzaga yeah, always develops great big men. I, I've always yeah. been a, an admirer of the tradition of the Gonzaga big man. Uh, shout out to Roni Turioff. Um, but yeah, sorry, Tom. Sorry. That's that's yeah. never fun. It's never they were fun never in the game. Absolutely never in the game. They were down by 20 early, and it's they pretty much put it into cruise control. So Yeah. Oh, sorry, Tom. Sorry. So a bad day for Laker Tom indeed, but hopefully he'll be back a little bit cheerful after maybe a Lakers win. We'll see when LeBron returns to the lineup. It'll be tough because he'll be the only fresh one of the Lakers that's going to be playing because Indiana will, and him won't have had two days rest. Yep. The rest of the Lakers 
Well, not. And we don't even know the status of AD because if he was sick today, he could be sicker tomorrow, but you never know how that's going to end up. So Hopefully it was Poot. This is the second time AD's had uh, flu-like symptoms in a game in like a week and a half, two weeks, right? Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe three weeks, but it's been... So maybe it's maybe people are giving him bad burgers on the road or something, you know? Like the old Who Kobe uh, bad burger at the hotel... Uh, Cause it's, 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 I mean, every time it's, they say like flu like symptoms, I'm like, Oh man, don't be health and safety protocols. Like if he goes out for 10 days, minimum, they're quick to say now, if it's non, yes, <laughs> it comes out very good. Flu like symptoms, flu like symptoms, flu like yes, symptoms. <laughs> it's always in the same sentence. But my friend, before we head on out, you yeah. want to go ahead and give everybody the lowdown of what you're working on with another five things article at Lakerholics.com. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be, you know, what happened tonight in tonight's game and also, you know, something we didn't talk about tonight uh, that will be talked about in the article will be uh, how their bench smoked our bench. Uh, got a lot more out of their bench than we got out of our bench. Um, and that's really down night for Carmelo in his return to MSG. Yeah, yeah, I think, you know, he had, he had, a, he had a clutch three late, but other than that, not much. And Monk struggled and THT struggled and that, Dwight but that's not surprising because New York has the best bench right now. They've outplayed yes. their starters. In fact, it's been well known statistically right. how bad the starters for New York Knicks have played this season and yeah. how much better their bench has played. And I, I've told you for years, uh, going on two seasons now, about Emmanuel quickly and about yep. how he's always very much underappreciated. And, then they, and oh, Alec yeah. Burks. Alec Burks yeah. is solid. He's a solid guy to have out there. Drawn yeah. out there for the bet, you know, and, yeah. and then you and got along with him, Derek Rose, you know, and normally that's the case. And it will be top and now coming yep. off the bench, who's starting yep. to play like you know what they thought of him as a top 10 pick. Yep. So now you got these guys coming off the bench, it's very strong. It's just for them, can they translate that into the starters and get some consistency there? And that includes Julius Randle, who has not played at the level consistently that he did last year. Today, he yeah. did get 20 points and 16 rebounds and five assists. Uh, five assists. Didn't shoot very well, but again, no. an overall decent game for him. Evan Fournier yeah. hit six and nine on three-pointers on his way to Ox- 20 oxygen, oxygen. Team Oxygen brings some life back to Evan Fournier's season, right? Yeah. Average just 12, 12 on the season, drops 26 against the Lakers. Exactly. It just seems like the Lakers come into every town game. and get well. They're the get-well team for now. but every, t- every game. But please check out his articles today at lakerholics.com it is the five thing articles that he does and he does every single time out with a new game and he's going to be adding one for the lakers and the knicks again it's the lakers falling short 106 to 100 with an abysmal performance from tht with zero points 0 for 8 avery bradley i want to give him mucho uh very very big props 15 points nine rebounds two steals the thing is, even though Laker Tom doesn't like him in the starting lineup today, I think he was sorely needed because he gave that intensity once they got their act together in the second quarter, and he was a key part of them for at least two quarters, finding a defensive rhythm, although they should do that much more often. Russell Westbrook coming back with a strong, very strong second and third quarters especially so hopefully they can take something from this game as far as their comeback is concerned maybe realizing that you know what anthony davis five of eleven miss uh five only five eleven from the free throw line only 20 points he was obviously not playing at the level we normally see from ad so i think there's much to take for this game carmel anthony struggled malik monk struggled i mean 
You're right. The, our bench totally got outplayed, but bench got maybe they, dominated. Yeah, they got dominated. I mean, just just the fact that we were not able to shoot well today, and you live by the three pointer, you die by the three pointer, and that's what we're seeing. And I know you're not a big fan of it, but again, that's what we've got on our team. And when they're not hitting three pointers, they got to play defense, and they're not doing that consistently over a full four quarters. Right. No, that those both those two things are like this right now. <laughs> Just, yes. just, just missing. Not quite connecting. So, uh, I will say, you know, we got beat points in the paint, but only gave up thirty six points in the paint. So I feel like yeah. that's kind it was thirty six to thirty four. It was close. I know no, it was close. It was close. I know Felix was talking about why they didn't drive in the lane more, and maybe with Russell Westbrook, you know, you're supposed to do that a lot more. But the thing is, he's hitting from the outside, so he gets yeah. seduced by that, and that's that's part of the problem when he's even hitting anything remote remotely competently from out there he just gets seduced and, and stops doing what he can probably do best tht he was just absolutely just mia yeah it's like he went minus, to he went to the he went to the empire state building in the morning and, and never never made it back or something i don't know exactly minus 18 on the plus minus i mean that's could have been a difference right there as well so definitely a very disappointing outcome for the team after they came back to tie the game late in the third quarter, unfortunately, just didn't have enough. As we see a lot of NBA teams, they just don't have enough gas in the fourth quarter after coming back so far. But it is the Lakers falling short, 106-100. And we'll see what happens tomorrow, my friend, against Indiana. Any thoughts with LeBron coming back? Uh, I have this. I have this circled as a loss. I have that circled as a win. I have a feeling LeBron's going to come back and and be a little bit uh, steamed about how things went down, even though it was all his fault. So <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah. But but you know, I think he's going to want to you know prove some people wrong. I'm sure he had a couple of days to read all of the fantastic articles John Hollinger wrote about him, uh, and everybody you know putting a fork in him because they think he's starting to be done. Uh, you know, I have not thought that, um, not, I have not thought, thought that yet. I understand that he maybe doesn't look like LeBron pre groin injury or even LeBron pre high ankle sprain from last season, but I think he's also tempering his game based on the time of the year. And I think that of all the people on the team, if, if LeBron still feels like there's time, and based on his attitude and the way he carries himself in his post games, I think he does think there's time. Then I still think there's time. Uh, I don't know how much time this team has left to kind of piddle around at 500, but I think there is time still to, you know, challenge for a top six seed, avoid the plan, you know, make it tough for one through three to hold you off maybe, although I really don't see anybody cracking those top two, two, three spots really, to be honest, at this point. Um, they're just, they've they've already, those three teams have established their identity. They're off out of the out of the gate, you know, like gangbusters. Um, one more positive aspect about the game that I want to bring up. One, it gets, and the only reason I want to bring it up is because it's something I harp on often. So we have actually been really doing a good job of keeping our turnovers down on this team, considering that we have a guy like Westbrook who averages five-plus turnovers a game. Um, the rest of the team seems to be valuing the ball, valuing the possession, trying not to pick up offensive fouls other than Dwight. You know, yes, it's good. that's like it's- a... Dwight is good for one a game. Yeah, you got to spot him a game, one offensive foul a game. 
reputation can only. The, can they just do that at the start of the game? To save I kind of wish they would. You know what I mean? Yeah. To save him the aggravation mid-game of being like, but I literally just turned my giant, strong, hulking body and the, moved the same every way. single right. time. Right. right. I mean, he moves every single. But so does. I mean, so does Gobert. So does everybody. It's not like it's that's a phenomenon limited to Dwight. It's just that Dwight has the rep. Dwight's, you know, he's he's carved out this niche for himself, and I think he's happy in it. But uh, you know the. The 12 turnovers is one of the things that allowed us to get back in the game. And so if you would seen like a, you know, 17, 20, 20 plus turnover game from us, this would have been the blowout. It looked like it was going to be in the first quarter. And so, you know, that to me is, is a sign, a positive sign for the team. It means that like, it's one less. Well, what it really means is there's one less thing to, to figure out how to fix. Like, okay, we're valuing possessions. Great. Now we just need to hit our free throws or hit two more three-pointers, something, right? Like get a guy to score consistently off the bench or a number of guys, but one of them has to show up or two of them has to show up every night. And it can't just be uh, Brody and the brow. Uh, And it was Brody and the brow tonight, and the brow was a little sick. It's hard for a big man to have sick games like a – like guards or, you know, like how Kobe or Jordan would have pretty good games when they were sick, but there's just so much more of yourself that you're lugging around. You're doing a lot more off the ball. Uh, hard for a big man to have one of those. I feel like one of those games where like, Oh, you know, so-and-so is not feeling so hot. They might just go off because they just kind of go into a zone and they're not thinking about anything anymore. But big guys, you know, they've got, and his, he's got, he has such a, he carries such a load on the defensive end that I think he tried to, expend himself on that end more than he did on offense and it showed because he didn't have a great offensive game well once again the lakers did fall to the knicks 106 to 100 they're now in ninth place in the western conference at a nine and ten record the good news is they're still two games ahead of Mm -hmm. 11th place oklahoma city And I don't who saw that, that? Who saw that coming? Yes, and I don't see Sacramento being able to come up just yet because they have not been able to go in and write things yet, even with Alvin Gentry, Alvin Gentry as a new coach. Yeah, San I mean, Antonio I mean, looks like they're on their way out with Pop. New Orleans looks like even with Zion, it's a lost hope for the season. And Houston hasn't even won anything on the road. So has has Ingram Ingram come back either since that hip bruise? Yes, he, he came Ingram, back tonight, right? I believe he did, yes. So okay, uh, you what, know what? Wasn't it, enough though, huh? It wasn't enough. So there, yeah, they're uh, they're all struggling teams. At least they're eating right now, doing worse than the Lakers. So at least we've got that on our side. So we hopefully we can right the ship pretty soon and get back up in the standings. And maybe that will start tomorrow with a motivated LeBron, like you're asking. And it's so funny because this time nine months ago, we were talking about. LeBron as an MVP candidate, and now we're talking about him, at least in media circles. I've seen it all over the place, like yourself, as being washed, and it just seems like I can't defend it as much as I used to. So it's really getting hard. It's really getting hard right now. So. Yeah, I mean, it's it's funny, right? Like, it's just – it's one of those things where it's like – if you had, like, a bad finger – or something like that. It was just like, okay, it's going to heal. And then he'll shoot the ball and he'll figure out how to shoot with it. But like injuries, like the ones that he suffered since he became a Laker, the groin, the high ankle, and now the subdominal thing are all the kind of like, 
nagging, pesky, lingering injuries that really can foul up your season. And so I'm fine with them taking it cautious now. Like, if you're going to play it safe, play it safe now. Um, If you're going to hold him out for an extra game or whatever, or if he's not feeling it, don't play now. Because there's no hope (laughs) for the season if he can't play or is limited uh, in two months, three months. So I will trade impact more impact from LeBron in two to three months and give him the time he needs to like ramp up his on-court activity at the NBA level uh, in game. You know, he's, he's, I have no doubt in my mind that without saying so uh, he's definitely pulling a heel on company time, to, not intentionally, you know, he didn't get the abdominal strain on purpose, but I have, you know, he's going to have to heal on company time a little bit. And, you know, the Lakers just need to do a better job of holding the four. I, I, it's not like this was should be a surprise, right? You know, Rob Plinka was Kobe's agent as he watched the decline of Kobe. So Rob knows what it, how it affects both the superstar and the team when the superstar that leads the team isn't that guy anymore. So it will be odd to me if Rob assembled a team, and it incredibly kind of seems like he has, even though he has Russ and AD on it, that can't absorb the aged superstar phenomenon to some degree. And so this is, I I guess for me, one of the more disappointing aspects of this team is that once again, without LeBron, this, the the team that he's on is just can't get it done. I don't think there's been a team other than the Miami heat uh, with D Wade and Chris Bosh that has able, that has done okay when LeBron sits or when, when LeBron is, you know, out for this reason or that reason, or you know, and, and so, it's kind of mystifying in that I expected I expected the struggle to be more of when all three of Westbrook, Davis, and James played, but to see Jess Westbrook and Davis struggle to this degree, and some of it's the supporting cast, you know, some of it's that we're a middle-of-the-road offensive team, but I still feel like given Russ's track record of being able to lift teams up with his ability, that this is still under, under, you know, delivering. They're not, it's, they're not able to get the most out of this yet. And uh, they got to figure it out sooner than later. Otherwise, you know, that dinner will have been for naught. Absolutely. Indeed. But it is the Lakers, unfortunately, falling short, 106 to 100 at MSG against the Knicks. But hopefully a better time will be tomorrow with LeBron coming back into the fold, back into the lineup, you know, finishing his suspension. He's now going to come back, hopefully, with a renewed vengeance, maybe a little bit less on the elbow action. We'll see. But once again, if you have any questions for us at Lakers Fast Break on Twitter, Lakers Fast Break at Yahoo.com, or the best place to go for your conversations on the Los Angeles Lakers at Lakerholics.com. Well, again, we'll be back after the Indiana game tomorrow night. Looking forward to some great conversations with you guys and the Lakerholics out there, whether it's Laker Tom. Hopefully, it was with you, Jamie. You'll be available. Keeping, keeping my fingers crossed. Want to give a big shout-out to Magic Man Sean Grice. Hopefully all is well with you, my friend. Looking forward to getting a chance to talk to him. 
Looking forward to getting a chance to talk to Joe Soro and letting him know that maybe THT didn't work out quite as well as he thought it would. Seeing what his thoughts will be on that. But waiting to hear what everybody has to say. And we'll start tomorrow when we come back for the wrap-up on the Indiana game right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.